Hey everyone, just a quick note that there are spoilers in this podcast. You have been warned. Hello everyone and welcome back to the long-awaited next episode of the Retro Popcast. Thank you guys so much for sticking out and waiting around for this. There's been a lot going on. Uh, I've been streaming regularly over at twitch.tv slash retropopgaming. We've had a lot of success with Mario Kart Saturdays. Everybody likes to pop in and uh, get their race on and chucking blue shells at everybody and, well, more green shells than blue shells, but it's been a lot of fun over there. So make sure and check us out every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for some fun Mario Kart action. We actually get a voice chat as well and, you know, give each other crap throughout the whole race. It's a lot of fun. I've just been working and I've also been recording uh, a lot more gameplay videos up on the YouTube channel. Um, I wish it was just youtube.com slash retropopgaming, but I'm not quite there yet, unfortunately, so you will have to uh, find a link over at retropopgaming.com where you can find links to all my social media, my blog, and, you know, a link to, you know, the podcast, all that good stuff. I've been uh, playing through Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario, the Origami King, and I'm a little behind, but uh, also playing through Moonlighter on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that is a lot of fun, although I have, like I said, been neglecting that a little bit in favor of Ghost of Tsushima and uh, the Origami King, which are both awesome, awesome games. I just finished The Last of Us Part 2 stream series over at uh, Twitch, and yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was quite an experience, which, you know, obviously led us to, well, yeah, led me to pull in a buddy of mine, uh, Eric, who has been a, a good friend of mine for a long time, to, uh, to discuss said game. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's get into some Last of Us Part 2. Let's go. Everybody, this is my good buddy Eric. Uh, we went to college together back in the mid '90s, if uh, you can remember back that far. Anybody? That seems like forever ago. Honestly, um, it, it still feels like the '90s to me. <laughs> except does. that our except that our computers are way better. Yeah, our computers are way cooler than they were back in the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> I, I remember, like, like what we're doing right now. Back then, I was going like. Dude, couldn't we do that stuff? You know, 
can't we just get online and talk to people and blah 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 and now it's happening and now I'm like not ready for it because it didn't happen when I thought it was supposed to. Oh right, they weren't prepared. You know, you couldn't prepare for that stuff. It's like no. it's like in high school, they don't prepare you how to pay your taxes or buy a house or no. finance a house or buy a car and they don't prepare you for any of that stuff back. Yeah, why would back school then? teach you anything useful? Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, we went to we went to uh, art school together, and yep, uh, yep. we've been good buddies ever since then. And of course, we're we're gaming buddies as well. Uh, yeah. We both just recently finished The Last of Us Two, and we both had some pretty pretty strong emotions about it. I know. Just, um, <laughs> so we just wanted to talk about that a little bit today. Well, it's it's um, I work a lot, so I don't get to play as many games as I'd like. So. When I right. go on vacation, I take the first couple of days and, um, well, frankly, I usually grab a Naughty Dog game because they're like a big kind of crazy Because they're naughty. Because <laughs> they're, they're naughty and they're four-legged. Yes. Um, and so usually I started with the, um, the Uncharted games and then the first Last of, uh, Last of Us came out and I played it and my, my friend at work, he was Bob, he was like, it's like, dude, this is, you just have to play this. So he let me borrow it. And I, I, I did that one summer. And I I remembered thinking that that was one of the best, and compared to the Uncharted games, that was one of the best mm. uh, gaming experiences that I had because really good characters, really good story. And, and, and I like the Uncharted games because they're really Indiana Jones. But this was oh, like... so fun. <laughs> oh, so good. So yeah, but fun. this this was like... You could see like themes, and then they were doing like a, a cowboy taking the girl across the wasteland. Except <laughs> it's it's the apocalypse, and the cowboy is like this uh, weapon dealing kind of thug character who's resenting stuff that he's done, and you right. know, like a cowboy character. Right, right. And then you get to the end, and it was a like a nuanced ending, and it ended on a personal moment. I just sat there, and I was like. We finally hit the moment where games are deeply not only competing with movies, but, and this is not too much of an exaggeration, but books, like, yeah. like literature, like this was a really solid character based game. It, it was, it was very well written. And I don't remember ever playing a game uh, before the first Last of Us where I, I had felt emotions like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah it's just like these characters you just you get so engrossed in and you know even playing through the last of us 2 it's just like i'm i'm not playing a game i'm experiencing a an event yeah. <laughs> you know i'm playing well, a movie that's emotional and it's, it's crazy well i don't mean this to be an exaggeration or maybe i'm just thinking of it wrong but it felt like the first video game that was like literature <laughs> yeah, yeah you know like like yeah. like like um okay skipping past all the story the thing that i felt about last of us 2 which was fascinating and i didn't get it at first because it didn't impact me at first it was the fact that it actually made you feel bad for all the stuff that you normally do in that kind of game oh absolutely you know like like when you're playing ellie and they're hunting you down with dogs and you're like Oh, those! I was like, oh, those, those bastards! We gotta, we gotta get them! And then, oh crap, they've got dogs! And, oh, and they're like, oh crap! And you're like, and, yeah. and you know, and the dogs they they rip you apart at first, and then you learn how to fight oh, them. Oh yeah! And then you 
you flip sides to the other group, and the dogs mm-hmm. are all oh hey, let me pet you, and let me... warm, and you play ball with them, and then you go like, with you. and the and and you you start to see, and you're like, oh oh, now I'm feeling really bad for killing all those dogs, mm-hmm. and then you start playing. <laughs> And like like the one scene where she comes up out of the water in the hospital and kills that one uh, um, Asian kind of plump lady that was listening uh, to her music. Oh, she was playing on the on the uh, PlayStation Vita. <laughs> oh, was she? Okay, my, my yeah. bad. Yeah, that's and, what she was and, doing. <laughs> and, and and I kind of go like, oh, she doesn't seem like a terrible person, but you know, blah blah blah. She's the she's the enemy, yada yada, and you end up mm-hmm. you end up getting her in the neck and. Yeah, I was it, hoping it, there was going to be like a, a choke out button or something. It's like, no, no it's, it's just you, automatic for Ellie at this point. Like, I'm stabbing yeah. you in the throat. I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe well, I'm not sorry. I don't know. <laughs> well, her, it just seemed like an automatic, cold, mechanical reaction. Just murder. She's just, she's just so pissed throughout oh, that whole game. She's yeah. like, and when, because when you're killing guys, you hear her saying like, Oh, you know, die, you son of a bitch, and all this stuff. It's just like, whoa, oh, Ellie. yeah. <laughs> Ellie's well, mad. It, well, it was like even in the the first game, which which I liked was uh, I'm blanking out Joel. Uh, yeah, Joel. He had moments where he got across to her. Look to their families. We're the monsters. Oh right. To right. your family, they're the monsters. We're all mm. bad. Yeah. You know, in this one it seemed like she had forgotten that lesson entirely and she was like on this righteous revenge run. So anything she killed or destroyed um, was, was, was just what she was supposed to do. Yeah. It was, ju- it was justified in her eyes, you know, yeah, that's absolutely. What she was taught, you know, <laughs> and, and, and then you, um, it's, it's been a few weeks. It's, um, Oh, the big chick. What was her name? Abby. Abby. Thank you. I just kept going like tab. <laughs> like like, that's I like, not it. Like I say, big chick, and I know exactly who you're talking about. Just well, <laughs> arms. <laughs> oh, she, she's she's a beef monster. She is so big. <laughs> and you get to play her, and at the mm. beginning, you weren't sure what was up with her, and then you're like, oh, she's the yeah. villain, and then you play for a long time as Ellie, and then you come back, you're like, oh, what's this awful person gonna do? And mm-hmm. boom, they flip it on you, and suddenly everything you did is now just like a mirror has been held up to you. Yeah. And what I love is, and I don't know if you caught it, but in the background at one point in time, you heard somebody say, yeah, those new recruits we got, those guys are animals. We can't even really trust them. And those were the dudes you initially ran into that were really bad. Oh, right. Yeah. And so you even went, Oh my God, like they didn't even like the people you, you, you first hit, (laughs) you know, and and Ellie immediately got her uh, opinion as set as to who the the, the WLF was mm-hmm. based off of those people and based off of her hunting hunting a, a beef monster down. Right. Exactly. And, and and the thing was, then then you played her and you're just totally on her side, going like, "So, oh, she's she's actually a good person. She's been through the same kind of crap everyone else has been through." Yeah, and, and more. And and she's she's done a couple bad things, but yeah, she hasn't done as many bad things as Ellie has. No, you're like, <laughs> no. oh man, <laughs> you know? no. I mean, when she killed, um, when she killed Mel, uh, Owen's girlfriend that was pregnant, yes. and it's like she oh, falls that down. Just, that was awful. And her coat opens up, and I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, 
Oh, she's Ellie, pregnant. no. Ellie, what did you do? Ellie, no. I'm like, oh, dear Lord. Well, it, it was multi-layered because one, it was you you, you killed this, um, this pregnant lady. And at this mm-hmm. point in time, my opinion of what she's doing is really, really like, I'm not sure she's doing the right thing. Mm. so she kills this pregnant lady and you're just going like Allie dang it and then then my head goes wait a minute her girlfriend is pregnant so it was like this double dose of like this is just this black road to hell that we're (laughs) all going down you know yeah a lot of um well I say a lot uh, some of the criticisms of the game um which there are quite a few are the fact that it's it you know Abby and uh, Ellie's story mirror each other just too much. Like there's just too many um, uh, similar themes running on both sides, and that was one of the. But I think um, that's the point. I, I think it was. I think people were just saying that's like it was just it was just laid out for them like too too much in a way. It's like there's just too much that was uh, so similar. Which yeah, you know, I, I get what Naughty Dog was trying sure. to do, and I, I I do understand the the points that people were criticizing sure. about and there's like some other criticisms like i can see but overall i think it's just like a oh yeah yeah i can just shrug it off you know i'm not gonna be sure. <laughs> not well, hating I, on the game at all for that i think that's a legitimate criticism like um i i got i'm not a huge fan of social media and stuff it's not that i'm judging it's just that i mm. think it brings out the worst in people oh yeah sometimes i hate just going on, on it, twitter it, i'm just like oh exactly and, and like i'll be like doing my my job here at home and i'll be on my computer so i'll have like a youtube up and i'll have like videos playing or whatever and before i got to last of us 2 there was like 50 videos of everybody hating on it and some mm-hmm. of it, it came out before the game was was legitimately released and then yeah. some of it came out like 3 hours after it was legitimately released that's and what I, just, I hate the most. Like it got it yeah. got critic bombed so bad before anybody could even finish the game. It's like well, you guys I, are the worst. <laughs> well, it, it's like with uh, Uncharted and Last of Us One, the game was roughly a twenty-ish hour game. Yeah, I know because I usually do two ten-hour games at the beginning of my vacation, mm-hmm. and I'll get them done. This yeah. one was closer to 30 because it took me three days to get it done. <laughs> I remember but you said, I, I remember you said, you're like, dude, I finished it. And I'm just like, what? And you're like, yeah, three 10 hour days, man. I was like, what? oh, oh, my oh, God. <laughs> and and yeah. the thing was, I only got caught in a few spots. Now, as a gamer goes, I'm pretty good. So I went through it with only getting caught a handful of times mm-hmm. fairly straight through. And it was still 30 hours. So when all these people were like, well, we watched the whole thing, blah, 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 yada, yada, and all this stuff. And I was just like, I can't even listen to you guys. Mm. It's like, I, you know, like all this, all this hate is getting flung at this game. And, and I'm very much of the opinion, for example, I know that you're, you're a Dragon Ball fan. Mm. Now, imagine if I've never seen any Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball anything, mm. and I started hating on it. Right, exactly. You, you, you would sit there going like, well, what the heck like, do you even know? You haven't seen any. You you haven't seen the Goku. You haven't seen the Piccolo. You know, and, the Krillin. Yeah. Exactly. And and so I've seen stuff, and now my opinion is is well, I like me some Dragon Ball, but not some Dragon Ball Z. We can have a discussion right. over it. We may yeah. not agree, but we can discuss it. Right. So exactly. I'm going like, y'all haven't even seen the game. 
Right. And you're sharing your opinion of it, so I can't even listen to you. Yeah, that, that's my worst part about reading any... And I, and I, I just avoid them anyway. Most of the time, yeah. I, I don't really... I, I'll, I'll check scores, and yeah. I usually check critic scores, um, usually over uh, viewer or player scores, just because, you know, they... Us- for the most part, they have a little more clout as, you know, they're sure. probably working for, you know, a magazine or a website and, you know, they're, yeah. you know, reviewers. They're not, they're not going to have this biased, you know, opinion about something they haven't even touched yet, you know, so. And, and, and that to me just stinks of politics or some kind of a, I don't know, like a, a, a social group wanting to hate on something or whatever. And I just go like, you know what, I, I just don't care. So often people are like, you should like this or do that. And I've just been the person that went, let me do it and make that decision for myself. Absolutely. Let me play the game and I'll figure it out. Hey, if you, if you played it and you don't like it, totally fine. fine. You have some Christmas. That's awesome. Did you play it? Did, uh, oh, you did? Okay. Okay, cool. We're cool then. It's all good. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Because I, I I have, I do, I have some criticisms of it and I have, Mm-hmm. And I have less criticisms now that I went through the game and I have a full understanding of everything. Mm-hmm. And like, and this is like a, this is, this would be like a personal thing. This isn't like a real negative for the game. This is like the game was so dark and so nihilistic mm-hmm. and so violent that as a criticism, so I can say that some people probably will never enjoy it because of that. Some yeah. people will have a hard time getting through it because of that. And yeah. I'll be honest with you. I like me a good horror movie. I'm a Fist of the North Star fan. Oh, yeah. if, if, if gore is done in an interesting way that has something to do with the plot, mm. I typically don't have too much of a problem with it. Sometimes I even enjoy it. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the kills in this game and some of the <laughs> fights were so vicious I swear, involuntarily, I was turning my eyes away from the screen when you went down at times. I I, I did a couple times. I, I did it. Yeah. I did as well. Some of it was just just so gruesome, and and a lot of that was on um, the cutscenes. The only yeah. thing that, yeah. that <laughs> there was one time I, I I threw a pipe bomb up on a cliff. I was like really far away, and it blew up, and I saw some people go flying. I finished the area, and I went up to where I threw it, and there was just one half of the person was over here. The other half of yeah. the other person was over here. I was like, "Dear Lord, <laughs> I know." Well, the, the one that the one that got me, and there there were two of the kills. When you get killed, and they do that that um, quick death sequence that you get, and one it, of which is it was, quick, is it quick though? I feel like sometimes you get knocked down, and it's like, oh, "Can you just finish me off, please?" Oh wait, no, I'm okay. thinking of a different. I think I'm thinking of a different game. Okay. Uh, <laughs> some of them were a little longer. Some of them were quick. Like I got taken down by a dog once. Yeah. And that dog grabbed me by the face. Oh. And and I'd only seen it once, and it, the jaws went right over both eye sockets, <laughs> and you could not see the eyes, and the nose was at the edge of the mouth, and she and and Ellie was screaming as oh. as it just savaged and shook her head. Oh my gosh. And, and I, I and I could not react fast enough. I literally sat there and went, "Oh, that was brutal!" Like I, th- there was no enjoyment, there was no excitement. It was just dreadful. I was like, "Oh God!" 
I was like, <laughs> okay, I actually kind of paused the game for a minute, went, oh, okay, that can't happen again. That, that, I, I was like, oof, you know, like, geez. okay, I've got to murder these dogs now. Sorry. Well, no, I <laughs> no, was like, I, I didn't see that. Oh, and, and the other one they got me was uh, the sledgehammer kill. Oh, 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 the, God, the, the yes. one where they just hit you in the head when you're on the ground. Well, when Abby takes out that one giant lady with oh, the sledgehammer, was, yeah, was, oh, that was, I got that a good, awful. I got a good, uh, a quick, um, uh, photo mode screen cap of that, of that kill though. What makes Chuck Wagon the only taste dogs love to chase? It's gotta be that great Chuck Wagon gravy. Chuck Wagon brand dog food from Purina. The great gravy taste dogs love to chase. Spuds McKenzie party right with only Bud Light. He knows everything else is just the light. Go, Spuds, go. Spuds gives motion to the ocean. It's, oh, it's so brutal. This is the first game that not only affected me to the level that it did emotionally, I really got into the characters and the story and stuff, but then I it, mm-hmm. it, it occurred to me, I don't legitimately think that I want to play it again. Yeah, it's like, I felt like you, you get done, you hit, you get New Game Plus, and I'm like, man, I would like to play, because the 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 fighting and stuff the battle mechanics it's great it's it's great it's so fluid you know i i'm not that great at it but i know if i yeah. played more i would get better and that's kind of what i want to do is go back and and just go through some areas that i struggled with and sure. and, and do a little better what i struggled with the most was and and it just it makes the game as realistic as it can be is like you start in an area you drop down and you look around you're like okay there's all these houses and there's these people okay I don't know where my goal is because nine times out of 10, if you can sneak around everybody, you can get through an area with practically not taking anybody out. If, if you're that good. And I, I, I think it was like crest Creston falls or Crestwood area. Sure. I can't remember where it was. It was where you first run into like a lot of guys and dogs. There's all these houses and, and I just kept dying because I, I I get to the end and I just, I didn't know where to go. I was completely lost. And then I figured out that there was a spot at the very beginning of that area that I could have gone a different direction. And that would have preceded me towards my eventual goal. I was taking the completely wrong. Oh my gosh. And that happened to me several times. That was like my really, that was really my only um, uh, criticism of the game. It's just like, I really didn't have a good idea of like, there there wasn't like, Oh, Hey, kind of zoom in in an area. I need to get down here. Sure. You know, there really wasn't a lot of that. And that was the only thing that like really uh, tripped me up as far as uh, gameplay goes. Gameplay. I didn't have too much problem overall. Um, I think our, our play styles are, are a little different because mm-hmm. I was watching you play um, uncharted. Oh yeah. And, and you seem to rock through the areas that just whooped my butt. <laughs> and then the areas that I rocked through, you were just, you were having a heart. So I think that if we, yeah. if we wonder twin power, <laughs> today, that we could probably yes. go through most games pretty easily. 
Wonder Twin Powers activate. Form of a seagull. Um, there was one spot where I legitimately want to have a talk with them about the gameplay because mm-hmm. I was so frustrated. It was so hard. It's the fight with Abby where you escape from uh, the scars uh, okay. with, with the with um, uh, the siblings, and you get caught in that dark house with all of the um, dark uh, the, the, the the fungal zombies coming after you. Okay. And it was, it's a really dark house. You're basically caught in there all alone with minimal equipment. Mm-hmm. And it was so dark. I could not only not tell where the walls were, oh. I couldn't even see things until it was on me. And, mm. and it, that was one of the spots where I literally got just cursing out loud mad because I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. Oh. Because I was running into walls, I would turn around and you have like one light source on you and everything else is like black. Mm. And and it was such a brutal fight. Now, like in a movie or in a book, awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, awesome. <laughs> like, yes, this is a total not screaming violent nightmare. Right. Perfect. This this scene sits by itself in the narrative. Because yeah. you're going to follow along and you're going to get to the end point, you know, regardless, yeah. you know, at, at a specific in, time. But <laughs> when you're playing, it's like, I don't know what to do. Well, exactly right. Because it, and it wasn't because I didn't know how to fight. It was because I couldn't like visually navigate what was happening. And it right. was really frustrating. Yeah, no spatial recognition of where it was wrong to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I it, it's it's eventually um and I think I died twenty times in that area. Oh wow. It, it was bad. I was I mean, I was getting really frustrated and angry. And then I busted out and I had to fight like one of the sledgehammer chicks. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're mine, chunky lady. And we, and we went at it and stuff. And I, but but it was it was like night and day the difficulty level. I was like, I feel as if that house area, whatever that whatever that house area was, could have had slightly more lighting or something because it it really it was super hard for me. Yeah, that's like one of my only gameplay criticisms though was like that spot. Yeah, yeah. Anytime that I died or something happened, it, like I wasn't never mad at the game. I was just I was mad at myself. I'm like, okay, I should because sure. I'm I'm not using all of my items like I should. Sure. I'm not using all my yep. weapons like I should. I'm not able to like switch between weapons. Oh, I'm out of weapon. Okay, let me go to the thing yep. and then you know, oh, you can just hit R one to bump over to a new weapon. And I, I just I sure not as no, I'm just not very pro- proficient. Sure, God, I can't talk. No, um, I, I hear you. It, and I think that was like my experience was exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. Minus that dark house area. I, I, and, and that might just be me, but I would like to, I would be curious to see how many people had a problem in just that spot because I literally was just going like, what is happening? <laughs> and, and, and not like gameplay wise or like story wise, like, like visually. Yeah. What is happening? And then eventually I kind of formed a map in my head mm-hmm. so I could navigate in the dark. And then I kind of caught the rhythm of where all the creatures were. And then, mm-hmm. then I got through it. But man, but the gameplay <laughs> in that game is so good. It is. It's, it's that it's, room aside. It's amazing. Yeah, right. You know? That one area I ran into, because I, that one area I, I ran into, I kept dying. I ended up just like, booking it like i was like can I just run through it i just ran and ran and ran and killed who i had to run into sure. and hid and ran around people and i i did get to the end finally i think you run into uh 
uh, Jesse, uh, uh, Dina's ex-boyfriend, and he ends up finding you. And then you get into the vehicle, and then you're trying to shoot guys as a cop. Oh my! This, this area is never ending. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> it was just that was just crazy. Some area. areas, some areas, the pl- as the player, it exhausted you. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, I played three ten-hour games on that to get through it. Yeah. And I, I was legitimately worn out. And, and the thing oh, was, yeah. was, I was like, I, I wanted to soak myself in a different reality. That's the point of my vacation. Let me take my head out of my job. Right. So, so I, I was like, no, this is this is this is like the crucible. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm being burned in the fires of hell. You know, and I'm exhausted, and I'm just like all these horrible things. Like, so, so eventually, I went, okay, no, just put yourself in hell, Dante. <laughs> yeah. yeah you you marathon that that baby because like i you know i i streamed it so i was playing uh three hour sessions over the sure. course of a few weeks you know and uh and i i well, even three you, hour sessions is a good chunk it's not bad but like i would come back and i'd be like a couple of times i was like okay where where was i and then i'm playing stuff in between as well so then i'm like wait that's not the button to oh crap okay right wait no, that's not how you run. <laughs> I was kept, and that would that would trip me up too. If I if I had sat down like you did and maybe just did like three days, you know, a couple, you know, oh, you know yeah. ten hour sessions, I'd probably you know get my my button memory would be a little better. Maybe I'd be a little bit better. <laughs> well, I, I think this is this is the problem with being a forty year old gamer. You know, I, I used to be not like super high level, but I used to be like really quite good. And now, like, I have to take long periods of time getting my muscle memory down right, right. because my fingers still disobey even when the muscle memory, you know, it, you know, is there. So, yeah, because, you know, when when we were younger, you know, we were playing games all the time. I mean, constantly every day. Yeah. And, you know, when you got full time jobs sitting at a desk and mm-hmm. um, and, you know, other people in your lives that uh, need you um, that that require you know your attention and and family and friends you know stuff like that and anything else that you're doing outside of work you know content creating um actually sitting down to enjoy like that's why i did with final fantasy 7 remake for the um uh, on the playstation sure. i bought that and i said nope this is for me i'm not recording it i'm not streaming it i'm just gonna sit and i'm just gonna play it and i enjoyed the hell out of it <laughs> oh yeah oh absolutely it's it's like yeah. you, you know it's okay we both got work, plus we both got like our our extracurricular activities, you know. Right. You know, like like uh, you, you've got your retro pop, and you know, and I've mm-hmm. got my 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 sketch, and so plus so my cartooning and my writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there just comes a point where you ha- you have to um you have to turn the games off to do what you want to do because time is so limited. Right. So games like this, I just can't play them. Because, like I said, thirty hours. Thirty hours, and and that was that was another criticism of the game was they're, they're like it's too long, and I'm like, well, because you get to the you get to the point where um, Ellie's in the farmhouse with Dina and the All baby. Right. Spoilers, everyone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't worry, I'm gonna have to announce that at the beginning. Be like, you were already getting spoilers. Okay. <laughs> gonna, yeah, spoiler. because we need, we need to talk about the farmhouse, man. Oh god, this is so beautiful, beautiful. But uh, when you get to that point um did i just i just lost what i was going to talk about oh you get to that point and i'm just like okay sweet you know we had our ellie abby fight um you're at the farmhouse you're like sweet awesome okay 
and then the game keeps going i had to stop oh, yeah. and i had to stream another day after that <laughs> it's okay. crazy no, no, no i gotta ask you were you definitely of the opinion and i want to say it was at the scene on the tractor with the baby where uh-huh. you thought the credits were going to roll yeah i totally thought that it would have been perfect it would have been perfect you know I actually it, i actually thought the credits could have even it, the game could have stopped and i would have been totally fine from a from a uh uh, I don't know, like a story writer standpoint when, when Tommy was leaving and she was looking at the map on the table. Sure. That could work. If it would have cut to black right there and credits rolled, I totally would have been cool with that too. Okay. Now, firstly, I am absolutely agreeing with you because I, I was totally like, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And then I kept mumbling. It's still going. Yeah. Why is this still going? And then, then you got the scene where she had like the PTSD flashback to Joel's death. Oh, right. And, yeah. And then I went, oh, crap. Like it just yep. suddenly occurred to me what she, what was in her head and where she was. In other words, Ellie lived her entire life up until that point in a mm-hmm. living hell. Yeah. And she was given her happily ever after. Right. Now, the reason why I disagree with everyone when they said the game was too long. Because the last 10 hours of that game is her showing the audience what is wrong with the revenge storyline. She was given her happily ever after. Yeah. She was given every way out. Her mortal, Abby, her mortal enemy, so to say. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, there was a break point. They could have stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, her, 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 her hot little honey. Yep. They had a great relationship. There was a kid. They seemed to be in one of the safest locations. They were good. You yeah. could, you could theoretically see it ending, but then Absolutely. she began to, from that point on at the, the happily ever after mm-hmm. destroyed her own life. At that moment, it was no longer the world's fault. Right. The world inflicted all that garbage on her, you know, her her, mm-hmm. her adopted dad, Joel, all the crap that was forced on him that then he did awful stuff in response to. And he then tried to make a better life, but then by, by dragging her through hell, all of that was done. Yeah. And she then, with a clean slate destroyed her life because she couldn't let it go that last 10 hours was her not letting it go yeah and whereas abby it was like that 10 hours was her like she broke free of her old not not her old old life but her old life and then tried to build a new one got caught in a trap Mm -hmm. and then then the only good thing that resulted from that, which that end fight between Ellie and Abby was just horrifying. Oh, oh my but, gosh. But the interesting thing was, is if Ellie didn't do that, the mm. um Lily. Lily would have died at that point. And Lily? so and so would have Abby. Who's Lily? I'm sorry, Lily. Um, the girl, a- Abby's, the kid that traveled with Abby. Oh, oh, Lev. 
Lily turned to love. That's right. Boom. Oh, that was okay. That was um, that was his name before. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm. Gotcha. Yeah, I, 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 they gave me too many names starting with oh, the same letters. I know. I typed them all up. <laughs> I'm a little sticking out my computer, so I, I got a reference to look at. <laughs> Dude, I'm going through my Swiss my Swiss cheese brain right now. Thank that out. Um, I was like, I know there's a lot of people here. I got to type these up. <laughs> okay. So, so in other words, Ellie destroyed her happily ever after. Mm-hmm. She destroyed everything in her life. But the weird thing was. Abby and Lev would have died if she didn't. So is she That's very a true. villain? Is she a hero? She clearly destroyed her own life. That's what the very end scene was. Mm-hmm. She was alone, and that happily ever after was completely gone. Yeah. But if she hadn't done it, Abby and Lev would have died on those posts. Yeah. They, were, they were what a, yeah. less than a day from starving to death it had to have been because if you if you looked at abby at that point like her, her muscle her, was like half the mess. yeah she, her muscle tone was just gone she had to have been hanging up there for quite a while and you know i was surprised love was even alive at that point being you know smaller and younger sure it's just oh it's just yeah uh, that, that's a that's a good point i never th- i never i never uh really thought because there was nobody else there's no at that complex that was just it was just Ellie going in there, wasn't it? I think. Oh, well, she freed the she freed the prisoners, but that wouldn't have happened if she wasn't there. So, yeah, well, not only that, but let's say they did get free. They seem to be of the opinion that everybody out there was dead. Yeah. So yeah. there there was a whole lot of like chances being they would have died out there. So mm-hmm. instead of giving this black and white comic book cartoon video game ending. Which, by the way, everybody out there in TV land, I am not, uh, you know, I'm not criticizing. I like that stuff. <laughs> but it can't be done all the time. And aliens, was, aliens come down and free them all. And t- <laughs> you, you know, or, or, oh, no, we can be friends. And then they do the, the robot jocks, two thumbs up, fist bump oh, at the end. Yeah. And it just, you're just like, uh, okay, I mean, that's fine on some yeah. titles. But this one was that ending... And that last 10 hours was so nuanced and mm-hmm. so like not really understanding even why it was really happening. Yeah. Because the whole time I was literally swearing at Ellen <laughs> because she was so stupid. Yeah. I was like, what do you do? Cause when she, when she left Dina at the farmhouse and Dina's like telling her, like, if you leave, I'm not doing this again. I'm like, oh crap, she's gonna go. It's done. And if she survives, she's gonna come back. She's not gonna be there. Of course, she wasn't there. Like, yeah. she's not because Dina's she not stupid. <laughs> no, she, she shouldn't be. be. Good for her. You know, she, she's a scrappy, dangerous, uh, 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 hot chick with a baby in the apocalyptic wasteland. She can't wait around in a farmhouse for a crazy chick to come back. No, no you know, there's just there's just nothing there that would make sense for her to stay. No. No, she. No, it was just you know, bitter and awful, and you just yeah. wanted to shake Abby. Actually, you didn't because you know she'd shiv you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, shake Ellie because she'd shiv you. Oh so yeah, Abby, but 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 Ellie would. No, a- Abby. Abby would just put you in a headlock and then until your neck broke. <laughs> yeah, she she she'd wrap the old pythons around your neck until oh, you blacked gosh. out. Yeah, the first time the first time that you do that with Abby, I'm just like, oh dear. Oh, she's just like. Argh! Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, so satisfying. 
All right. Now, now I gotta say, I got, I gotta talk about Abby's physique. We've had a lot of uh, talk about this over here, hmm. and and I think that's where some people had a problem with another the, criticism. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally, this is how I see it. I don't see it as a legitimate criticism, and this is why. There are stereotypes in cartoons and video games for a reason. Stereotypes work. We mm-hmm. all like the vast majority of them. Mm-hmm. The big booby, sexy uh, uh, heroine with some kind of... We all love that silliness. <laughs> it's awesome, right? Absolutely. But, but the thing is, there are different kinds of people in the world. And oh, yeah. this whole view of being like, well, you can't show... Let's fill the blanks in. Uh, gay characters. Mm-hmm. Transgendered characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, effeminate males. Masculine females. Um, mm-hmm. let, let's just say uh, some groups have a hard time showing uh, Christians or Muslims. or you know, mm-hmm. j- Just you know, pick groups of people that other people don't want to see represented in games. Right. But they're in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> They're legitimately part of the fabric of reality. Yes. And so now I have, and by the way, there's a couple big muscly chick characters that I like. And when I say chick, don't, don't, no one out there in TV land take offense to that. <laughs> I, I mean that I'm no. talking about characters. So they're kind of, you know, She-Hulk. She-Hulk yeah. is, not rea- is not reality. You know, she's not real. So she, She's a big muscle no. chick, you know. Oh, she's she's a big yeah. brawler. And so well, like have, I was saying that that one that one sledgehammer uh, person that you fight, I think it's oh, like the yeah. first one that Abby fights. It's a it's a woman that's like twice her size. Well, and, and on top of that is, and this is what I love, she was the big farm girl muscle type. She was the kind of mm-hmm. muscle, the real powerful muscle that has fat over it. Yeah, you know those farm boys. I know you were one. Did you know the oh, farm yeah. boy that like pick up like like the tractor under one arm while he's moving the pig <laughs> in the other. Oh, yeah. I, I went to school with quite a few of them. <laughs> and, and, and quite a few of them were kind of big, thick, fatty guys, but then they had like 8.9 metric tons of muscle under it. Oh, yeah. So I that's mean, that's, a, that's a real body type, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're strong, but you eat good. So, you know, you've got that, you know, you got that protection on you too. Yeah. But it, but it, you it, are you are strong. You are very strong. But but they're not pretty strong. They're brute muscle big. Yeah. So that's what that big sledgehammer chick was, and I went, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna put her into a bikini calendar anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, maybe some people out there would, would be into that, and I'm not yeah. even joking. I'm like, hey, the thing's your thing. Yeah, but but I just go like, yeah, that is awesome because I like different characters, and I'm like, and I'm trying to imagine this big farm chick in a cult with a sledgehammer, you know, <laughs> and the apocalypse has rolled in, and I'm like, oh, I'm fighting her. I'm like, oh man, is I'm going like, yeah, no, I'm actually this is this is actually kind of scary. This is a big chick. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, she actually killed me the first time I fought her. I was like, I gotta get this, I gotta get this dodging a little better. <laughs> I think, I think she smeared me a couple of times too. Yeah, she was pretty, she was pretty tough because there's a guy that you fight later uh, when the village is burning down. You fight another oh, yeah. guy, that, and that, that guy was that towering seven foot black dude. Yeah, that, yeah, that dude guy. was a nightmare. I was just well, like, yeah, yeah. He ripped his jaw half off, and he's still was, fighting you. I would be crying like a baby until i died 
<laughs> he, he, he's a cultist. He had the, you know, the power of his God on his side. And, you know, he was like a Templar of old. I was like, oh, yeah. crap, I'm, this guy's not going to, this guy's not. As a matter of fact, the end of that fight was so brutal, I actually just kind of went, Oof. well, I'm actually, um, I'm going to let you guys have that because it fits <laughs> in the context of the game. Yeah. But even I was going like that. Is, that's I did not enjoy watching that at all. That was brutal. Yeah, that that was some. However, the whole stuff. scene, the characters, the fight, the fire, the store, everything mm-hmm. else. I was like, yeah, but just the brutality of that was so. It was horrifying. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, that was definitely some end game stuff. That's why I thought that you know the farmhouse scene afterwards sure. was so so subdued and 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 mellow after everything. I'm like, yeah. okay, everything is everything is. Everything is slowing down, but it wasn't. But yeah, that that fire area that that tripped me up a little bit too. Because there's like there's dudes in front of you, and I I be walking, and then there's oh, dudes just popping up behind me. I'm like, wait, where'd you guys oh, come from? Yeah. And there's <laughs> yeah, sandwiched all over the place. It was good, uh, but mm. but uh, getting back to the 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 Abbey muscle thing, and the mm. thing is, I had heard some of the um the, the the trans commentary. I just caught little bits of. It. I didn't realize they were talking about um, Lev. Which oh, okay. I actually very much loved that character. I thought it was a great character. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But the thing was, is I, I sat there watching the game, and this is me not trying to be like a dick or anything. This is me just sit back trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, I couldn't figure out if the trans criticism was Abby. Oh. Because, because if you looked at Abby's proportions, she didn't have very wide hips. She had those mega ox shoulders. Yeah. She she had like a break in her nose that was sort of more typical for men, mm. uh, and the muscle on her. I mean, that's like big wrestler dude muscle. She's big. <laughs> yeah. And, she's uh, been... and the thing was, I wasn't judging her. I was actually going like, "Oh, this is this is interesting. I'm going to keep playing. Yeah. Let's try to figure this out." I and enjoyed then, playing as her, like for most yeah. of, when you when you start out and you start in because the first person you play in the game is is Abby and you dodge, you dodge and you just punch out these, you know, infected dudes. And you're just like, Holy, this is awesome. (laughs) And and then eventually it got to the point where I was going like, okay, wait, wait a minute. No, no, she's not the trans character. She's just one of these ladies Mm. that is a couple inches bigger than most of the guys. So she's slightly looking down on them, which I've known those ladies. Yeah. And she's got uh, now. Now I haven't known any personally any ladies as big as her, but I've seen images of girls her size and bigger. I'm like, mm. oh man, they just they just made her ready to rock on the apocalypse. You know, she's just <laughs> all, so. But, but I and I'm not going to say that as a criticism. I thought that was interesting. Mm. I thought that was legit. Like like for example, all the gamer girls out there, you know, handful of them are bound to be big girls, and they're mm. like they finally had. A big girl in there. We're not talking yeah. big chubby. We're talking big, like <laughs> suplex Zangief big. I mean, she's a. I, I was going like, yeah, no, yeah, this is. As a matter of fact, and and again, this is this is not me trying to sound awful, but mm. they also she was an interesting combination of handsome, but she had pretty eyes. And I'm not. Well, she, I, she was attractive. Yeah, but but on the same note, she also wasn't perfect. She was also a little homely and a, a little. In other words, she was a nuanced design. 
Well, she like, looked like a real person because yeah, the, exactly. the the character she's based off of um or the the mocap i think um if i i i think they looked similar i Did can't okay. quite remember i know i was checking an article a while ago and i think either her voice actor the the modeler after the voice actor or the um mocap i can't remember but um i believe that she is modeled pretty close to um uh, somebody in real life <laughs> but, but but that's and i think that's awesome because that's why i'm not saying that she should be anything i'm mm-hmm. saying that they didn't force her into being ultra pretty or ultra butch right you know right they didn't make her uh the the man chick they yeah. didn't make her the pretty muscle chick right they it found, was a, it was a, good... a nice middle ground which i thought right. was really nice I think it was it was a and it was also a very interesting and organic way to have her able to uh, take out dudes, yeah, without needing like because Ellie has her knife, sure. And well, what are you gonna do? Give Abby a knife too? There's already too many parallels going on exactly. right there. So exactly. let's just make her, you know, a strong enough character to where she can just take care of herself in any situation, pretty much. So well, there there was also in and I'm not gonna try to read too deeply into this. I just thought it was interesting. That the uh, the Batman and Robin there, you know the the, the Abby and Lev. Mm-hmm. Um, Lev was a girl for mm-hmm. whatever exact reason. They were hinting at reasons. Mm-hmm. Wanted to be a boy, and mm-hmm. then you had the girl who I would imagine in her life in some way had some issues. With, yeah. with some people being like, well, you're not like the average chick, blah, blah, blah. Clearly, she didn't see it during gameplay because everyone treated her as an equal, which was really, which was really cool. But yeah, like, yeah. But I, you, I was, I was, confused she had the baggage in that way. Right. Because I was, I was confused at first because I must have missed it in some gameplay and some dialogue somewhere because I was just like, for a while there, I was like, okay, Lev, because I, I, I saw um, Yara refer to Lev as, you know, him. And I was like, okay. And then somebody in the stream was like, no, it's a girl. I'm like, no, it's a boy. But they were confusing me because I was like, wait, why would you, you know, I mean, the voice was kind of kind of on, on the fence. And I was yeah. just like, wait, what? I had no idea it was a trans character until until um, the conversation yeah. uh, Yara had with Abby. And I was like, oh, but then after that, I was like, OK, so <laughs> like, all right, that's fine. But <laughs> See, that, that's the thing that I liked about it was is. They just, um, and I'd heard somebody mention this in a post or something. I'm, I'm not quite placing it, but they had mentioned that they were like, but I liked having a trans character in there where they didn't right. wave like a flag and then yes. do a moral tale. They were like, nope, just in there. Right. It's just, they, it's just, it's just, it's just, he's there. And then that's it. And yeah. it's not like they, they explain it in like a few sentences of dialogue. Yeah. And then that's just, that's just it. Abby wasn't like, oh, well. Blah blah blah. No, no. that's just, that's just it. <laughs> well, th- that and later on, it did have a certain level of impact to the plot. Being mm-hmm. the whole bit with the mom and the cult and how they didn't allow girls to do this, and so had to yes. be so it had right. to do with the plot, you know. And right, there, there's there's just a lot, of, and and I actually couldn't even bring myself to go back and watch all of the criticism stuff because I just came mm-hmm. to the conclusion that I'm like. I don't think I'm going to agree with a lot of this criticism unless it's like story criticism. Like, you know, I felt right. that this was like to me saying, 
it's so dark and nihilistic that it it is it is a hard play yeah. to me, and I can see yeah. to other people it being tough because it's yeah. really brutal. Yeah, one of the story um, criticisms I saw too was the fact that um, a lot of people say Joel at the beginning of the game. You know, Joel and Tommy are just so uh, so easy to follow abby back to that house and just be like oh i'm tommy this is joel and you know we live over here and yeah and in the first game uh you know joel was very very hard on ellie to like you know don't tell people who you are a lot of that was because they probably didn't want he probably didn't want people to know who she was because you know her name was probably out there because she was immune but at the same time, it's like, you know, don't tell people who you are, you know, be wary of other people, but they were just so quick to go back. And of course that just ended up with, with, uh, Tommy or with Joel getting his face bashed in quite horribly. Okay. <laughs> I have a different take on it. Okay. Okay. Because that, that bothered me a little bit too. Mm -hmm. But by the time I got to the end of the game and they were showing all the stuff with the kind of person Joel had turned into. Right. And they were showing how Joel was legitimately trying to be that old poop who left everyone alone. Yeah. He wanted to, he was clearly part of the community. Mm -hmm. He just seemed like he could do the job of going out and doing the stuff. But he didn't. Um, he didn't want to be the person he used to be. So the whole okay. bit where he helped a stranger, mm -hmm. which keep in mind in the past, Ellie is a stranger that he helped ended up being his daughter essentially. Right. Right. Helped a stranger, and so the stranger helped. It was Abby. He didn't know what was going on, but he helped a stranger. They seem to very much be part of the community that let people in. The community was an open community that he seemed to very much be trying to be a part of. He seemed to very much want to be a different person. So much so that it feels as if he was a slightly different person in the second game than he was in the first. Yeah. It seems like he had, he had continued his journey down the path of not being the monster he had once been and instead just wants to kind of be left alone and kind of make amends for what he did. Yeah. And, and at that point, you know, it had come out that Ellie found out what he had done. Yeah. And, you know, he just, he was very down on himself quite yeah. a bit. But, and you, you see that. in the feel like doing the right thing. Yeah. Let's, let's help this person. And this person was like, they're in a bit of a fight there, and his brother was there, and he's going like, I'm feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. My brother's here. This Whoever the stranger is, we help them out. Uh, it's winter. It's ugly. Hey, mm -hmm. the rest of my group is over here. Hey, that's a location I know. Yeah. Um, th there, I felt that, honestly, if you think about the character, I feel as if he might have actually made that mistake. Mm -hmm. like, like if he was the old Joel, like the guy who was the survivalist monster who, you know, you know, had been on the sides, both sides of the ambush and had killed a lot of people, not even caring who they were, wouldn't have done that. And I think he was, no. I think he 
was more than aware of who he didn't want to be anymore. Okay. So once I kind of thought that, the whole thing made more sense to me. Okay. Because he really did just come off as the guy that wanted to carve ducks, play the guitar, <laughs> yes, try to get coffee every once in a while, <laughs> be the quiet guy down the street, but but in a community, mm. out in the middle of yeah. nowhere. He seemed to really want to be part of a community. Yeah. You know, he wanted to have people around. He mm -hmm. wanted a relationship with his daughter. Mm. He wanted to be that old poop down the street. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that that means that he had turned into or was oh, damn near there becoming a different person. And like all of his poison transferred into Allie. Yeah. You know, yeah, I could, yeah, I could see that, especially with, you know, with her being as, um, uh, disappointed, I guess, disappointed in him or upset with him for what he did yeah. at the same time. Um, and having trouble forgiving him for that. Sure. And her yeah. having had the opportunity to have her life mean something. And then all of a sudden she says it doesn't, but saying her life, like wouldn't, Saying that and then having that out there that like her life doesn't mean anything, but of course it, it does to Joel. And that's you know? exactly right. It's, and she missed that. It, she didn't understand that to, to, to him, she was everything. Right. Or at least 98% yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. it, what I, I don't know how many people caught this, but in the first game, clearly he lost his first daughter. Right. Okay, then the people he was running guns with, the girl that he then lost would have been the age of roughly his original daughter. So the lady that died then in the first game was sort of like another daughter. Right. And then, you know, then he gets sent on the mission with Allie. Yeah. And then he clearly wants nothing to do with her. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it, like it, you said, it, would, it should be about the ages her daughter would be. So he's like, uh, what? <laughs> and and then you get Ellie, which was roughly mm -hmm. the original age of his original daughter, maybe a year or two older. Mm -hmm. And then it totally becomes like this cowboy story of this broken man finding himself and this uh, orphaned girl finding a father. And yeah. so the father-daughter dynamic is... I, I think one of the major points, if not the point of the first game. Oh, and, absolutely. And in this one, I think that you cannot forget how important the father-daughter thing was to him, which it was obvious, but I think a lot of people were going like, well, he's still going to be like the macho monster action guy, and he you know, wouldn't do that, and he's a cold-hearted murderer, and... I think men of a certain age look back at what they did in their past and really carefully think about the stuff that they did. Well, people grow and they change. Exactly. And if you look at Joel in the first game and the second, in the second game, it's been, Oh, how many years? Ten years. I, ten, yeah. Ten, Cause his, Something his like hair's that. all peppery like mine now. And it's yep. just like, ah, he's an old, he's an old coot now. He doesn't want to yeah, do all and, that stuff anymore. And Ellie, clear. What was she? Four. 
15-ish in the first game. I and, believe so, yeah. And in the second game, she's 22, 24. I mean, she's a full-grown, I mean, she's smaller, but she's a full-grown, you know, lady. Right. I, I think that 10 years of, of him having a place to live and um, have, just trying to be part of a community and clearly was regretful in the first game of the stuff that he had done. Mm-hmm. I think he turned into a different character. And I think that fully explains, you know, perhaps he had grown a little too comfortable, but I think there was also like, he had a certain, he, maybe he had gained a certain amount of hope, which he yeah. did not have in the first game. Yeah. And I think that hope, um, unfortunately got him killed. Mm. which sucks, but you also kind of go like, he really was trying to do the right thing and then walked into the worst possible trap, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I, I can see why people have that criticism, but I, I think that maybe he would have done that. I can't remember exactly. Was Abby, was Abby looking for Joel? Was, was she on like, cause when they were out, was she actually like, they were looking for settlements. They were looking for, where he would have been, they were tracking him, they, right? They, they were specifically looking for him. Okay, all right. Yeah, so they had, I can't was. remember exactly what it was, but I remember that they had gotten a clue that he was roughly in this direction. Oh, okay. And okay. he was, they, were, they weren't looking for anything other than specifically him. Nothing okay. else. They didn't care. Otherwise, I was because I was just it just popped in my head. I was like, was this a coincidence they ran nope. in? I'm like, there couldn't have been. I'm like, there's just nope. no way. <laughs> nope. It was it was Abby doing her revenge run, right? Which ended, of course, how it ended. Yeah. And then the revenge run, then like that black specter shifted from Abby to to Ellie, and then the rest of the game is pretty much that revenge run. So you right. were seeing like. Joel's sins caused another sin, which mm-hmm. then caused another sin, <laughs> which is just this unending. Well, people are going like, "Yeah, you got to make them pay. You know, you got to, you know, to hurt them, smack them, crush them, kill them. You know, video yeah. game stuff." Oh yeah. And the whole time, it's weird. It's like the whole freaking game was like a, a moral tale of why what you normally, to me, would do in a video game is how you should never live life. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. Because you never know what uh, what other people are going through. Because, like, yeah, as a spectator, and as the player, you see both sides. But even at the end of the game, you still, I mean, Abby knows that she killed Joel, and Joel was a father figure to Ellie. But but Ellie doesn't know exactly all the stuff that Abby has gone through and everything that she did that affected Abby. So, you know, as a spectator, you're see, you, you see the whole thing, but they, they don't see that. And well, you know, the, real shame, heavy. the real shame is the guy that understood what was happening was the guy that got killed <laughs> on the floor. Joel not, understood that he very oh, likely deserved what he had got. Yeah. He, he totally saw it coming, you know, yeah. like, or, or at least he knew that it was a possibility that somebody yeah. he messed with would come back. Right. And it just, it, it, but no one else in the game seemed to understand that, it, that at some point in time it has to stop. Yeah. 
you know, and unfortunately, <laughs> that's what I think is one of the real dark parts of the game. The guy that seemed to understand that was the guy that was killed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and very early on in the game too. I, yeah. I, cause I had a feeling that he was, was gonna either be dead or he was captured. And like your, your purpose is to, is to save him. But they're like, no, we're just going to kill him at the beginning. And you're just going to deal with that for the rest of the game until you find out Abby's side of the story. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> and the thing is, is then you're kind of sitting there the whole time going like, well, gee, I like Joel and everything, but if you're yeah. in a brutal apocalypse, eye for an eye wasteland situation, he kind of had it coming. He kind of screwed over yeah world <laughs> or at least the the, the hemisphere <laughs> well not only that but like on a personal level like specifically the person that got mm. him yeah you know yeah 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 i he mean killed her dad and that's yeah. not and not not to say that i think going out and killing someone's a good idea but yeah i don't remember the circumstances under which joel killed the doctor i don't know if he necessarily needed two or not i can't okay this is what i recall Mm -hmm. the end of the first game in order to save ellie the doctor Mm -hmm. you kill to do it Mm -hmm. that man is her dad right right but what i'm saying is in the game if you don't kill that man you don't end the game Mm -hmm. so he is literally that moment where you can't push him out of the way, you can't grab her and run. The game basically right. says you have to kill this man to save her. Oh, right. But I'm just saying, like, Joel as a character, did he need to, like, did the doctor, I don't remember if he had, did he have a gun? I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think he did. Yeah, it, I don't think so either. And, and to be completely honest, I think story wise, if you step back, he probably could have just punched the crap out of the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. It's like, but at that point, he's probably just you know, programmed. He's like, I got to get to Ellie. And I got to get her out. I have to kill anybody that's in my way. And I don't have time to be pussyfooting around yeah. trying to knock people out. And that's probably what, yeah. you know, what ended up happening, unfortunately. Well, it was it was so clearly, you know, Papa Bear coming for Baby Bear. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, I'm well. taking my bear. <laughs> Hey everyone, uh, Dr. Vat here. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Retro Popcast. Now, I just want to tell you that you can find Retro Pop Gaming on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. And he also streams every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturdays over at twitch.tv slash retropopgaming. And also, guess what? Yes. Halloween, it's almost here. I am hoping to be all over the place once, uh, you know, it gets to be the, the spooky time of year. I'm very excited to be back. And uh, and I've got some stuff planned for you guys, and I hope you will all enjoy it. But for now, yes, back to the show. So, yeah, it's just one of these things. I, I, I'm kind of wondering how many of the criticisms are based upon okay firstly the dumb fanboy thing of why can't we have another dragon ball z that the fans like well Mm -hmm. because it's never going to be good enough you know no 
Okay, there's that point. Oh, right. You cannot. You cannot create. You cannot recreate nostalgia. You you can't. You can. You can. You can create something that can give you the feels of how you had felt. You know, back then. Like I still remember downloading Dragon Ball Z episodes on a dial-up modem, waiting a day to to see like a half-hour episode and the music and the dialogue and the little tiny window. Those about six by six inches. You know, trying to watch these episodes, nothing can recreate that. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, it's it's like why so? And not to say that I think the first Iron Man movie is bad, but mm-hmm. why people hate, and I've talked to a number of them, hate the second Iron Man movie. And the only reason I could ever get out of them was, is it wasn't the first movie. Oh, so how many of the criticisms for Last of Us two? is because of that just psychological dynamic. Right. Now, how much of it is, and and this is a criticism that I personally just do not agree with, but I have to go, some people, this is a thing, Mm -hmm. um, is you had a female main character that was a lesbian. You Mm -hmm. had a female main character that was an atypical female main character, Mm -hmm. whose sidekick was a transgendered character. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to some people that I don't agree with their problems with it because these are people that are in the world, so put them yeah. in the game. But they yeah. don't want to see that. And that's their criticism of it, and if mm-hmm. that's their thing, that's their thing. I'm just not going to agree with it. Right. And and how many of them are, you know, criticisms that I think are where the legitimate criticisms are. Yeah. You, you know because. Personally, I, I, I would, you know, this is, this is going to sound funny as a, a bizarre side note. Um, mm-hmm. I just finished up all of the seasons of um, CW's Supergirl. Oh, okay. I am not going to say this is a brilliant show, but I had a lot of fun with it. Um, one of the issues I had with it, now keeping in mind, I agree with having gay characters in a show. I agree with having transgendered characters in the show. I agree that women have, not every woman, but a lot of women have been treated very unfairly. Blah, blah, blah. In other words, social matters. Supergirl at moments, in not a nuanced way, often just came out and just shoved, you know, right and wrong, kind of in your face, like, we have gay characters, deal with it. We have trans <laughs> characters, deal with it. You know, right. and, and there was there was literally scenes where I stopped and went, what is Supergirl talking about? <laughs> you know, where, where she goes, all, all these men that are holding women back on a show where no man had ever held a woman back. Hmm. They didn't have like scenes where men were holding. In, in other words, I want to see that in the story. Oh, yeah, like you mentioned before, yeah. Yeah, I want to see, give me the example. Let me understand the characters. Show me the point. Just don't push a soapbox out into the middle of a scene. Mm -hmm. Supergirl stand on it and go, this is how the world should be, and then wave her finger at people. I don't think it's effective. Even if I agree with it, I don't think it's (laughs) effective. I, I I don't think that ever works. I don't care what you're preaching. I don't think it works. So, right, I don't like, think Superman's flying in saying, no, Supergirl, I'll take care of this. You just go do something a little less dangerous. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, like there was one, it was in, in Black Lightning, where, where it's funny because the scene both did it wrong, then did it really well. The beginning of the scene is the daughter goes off on Black Lightning because uh, he's part of the patriarchy, and she goes into this whole speech, and I just went, what? Then, and then the next scene, they illustrate it. Then it works. Like there's this great <laughs> bit where they're both leaders, and they're both getting a bunch of people out of a bad guy facility, and there's a T intersection left and right. Yeah. No, no reason to, to know which is right. And he goes, we're going to the right. And she's like, no, we're going to the left. And that was the moment where he made a decision and she made a decision. And then she just, she, she stared her dad down. He's like, okay, okay, fine. Go to the left. You're in command here. <laughs> okay. And, and so, so they went to the left and then the doors on the right got kicked open as the security forces come running in the direction he wanted to go. And there was this wonderful moment as he looked back and went, Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, my daughter made the right call. I didn't. It's a good thing I just let her have the reins. You know, blah blah blah. This, it, in other words, they were illustrating that both of them could make decisions, but the guy wasn't always right. Right. And it was. And, and on top of it, the, the the actor had this great face expression of going like, "Oh, I'm a chump." You know. <laughs> Which, which, but, but that's the thing is, Last of Us Two, so rarely ever got up on a soapbox. There was a few moments where I, I didn't quite understand where they were going with something. Then the real effective telling of it then worked. Like they sort of introduced the Lem Trans thing, mm -hmm. and I was a little lost for a few moments because it didn't seem to be attached to a lot, but then they didn't make a big deal about it. So I'm like, okay, well, let's see where this goes. Yeah. And then when it got into that whole story, I'm like, nope, my problem's gone. This, yeah. this is this is part of the story. It's part of the character. There was no soapbox. There was no preaching. Right. It was... Right. And, and then the audience, they then decide whether or not morally that's their thing. Right. And that's treating the audience like they're adults. Instead mm -hmm. of getting up on a soapbox and then waving a finger and saying, this is how the world should be. It, right. it's, I, I just don't, that never sits well with me. Yeah. It, and that's. They're just showing you instead of telling you. They're showing you instead of telling you. They, this is, that's literally what I'm saying. In yeah. Last of yeah. Us 2, and mm. I think there was a few moments where they introed something a little, maybe a little too early. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite understand why it was there. And then eventually it got there and I was happy. But there was moments where I went, not that I'm angry that it's here, mm -hmm. but it's like wondering why, wondering why the turkey just ran onto the stage. You're like, what's with the turkey? <laughs> why what about, the, what about the, the, the sex scene? <laughs> oh, it, both of them? You, you know, <laughs> well, I don't, that's actually, well, was, I don't remember was, sex scene was, in the first one. Was there oh, one there was, there in was, the first one? There, nope, nope, not in the first one, but there was two. Um, and now one was a little more subtle, but there was two sex oh. scenes in oh, okay. Last of Us Two. Okay, there, uh, okay, was, yeah, I'm definitely there, thinking about the second one. <laughs> well, the second one was more gratuitous. The first, yeah, the one, first one was, was great. <laughs> the first one was the two lesbians sparking up a joint and having sex. <laughs> and so I sat great. there and I went <laughs> because it was tastefully done. It was a little tender. It was a little mm. funny. 
there was pot involved. They were in <laughs> they were in a pot bunker. I was just kind of uh, just kind of laughing and going like, "Oh, this is cute. Let's see where this yeah. goes." Blah blah blah. Was, like she couldn't get the jar open, and then and then uh, Dina just grabs it and just and like just throws it, yeah. smash. <laughs> and, and you know, it was really it, it, actually no. I have a little bit of a criticism on the second one because mm-hmm. the second sex scene wasn't tender. It was clumsy. It was weird. It was just like, "Hey, let's make out." Pants down, butt up. That's the way we liked it, and they just went right into it. And I was like, "Wow!" Could and this is funny. I actually sat there in my lazy boy with the controller, and I I could have sworn I said out loud, "Guys, you have to romance me a little bit more here." I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> caught a little foreplay, dude. Yeah, right. You know, I was at that point, and <laughs> and of course, I, I was streaming it, and and they're they're arguing and they're fighting, and then. You know, he grabs her and they're just like, Arr! and I'm like, oh, what are you guys going to do? Have sex now? And then like not two seconds later, they start making out. And I was just like, oh, that's so great. <laughs> well, And that's the thing is I was actually going like, oh, we're going to do like the angry, pensive sex thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm not going to judge. That might make sense. They're both warriors. They're both in the apocalypse. Yeah. And when I say this, I don't say this to be mean, but Ellie's probably got like a heightened testosterone because she's big so maybe she's hmm. maybe she's a maybe she's into the angrier stuff a little bit i don't know <laughs> but 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 as a 40 year old chubby guy in in a lazy boy hmm. and now keep in mind i don't drink mountain dew and, and eat doritos all that often but i do it <laughs> on vacation and i'm oh, sitting yeah. there with with my fine ice cold glass of mountain dew nibbling with my pinky up on the Doritos. And I'm thinking to myself, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you have to romance me. Angry sex. Okay. I still think there is some form of naughty foreplay. Yeah, because it was angry sex. Yeah, it was just like, he just, yeah, he just went at it. She would have been like, hey, hold up here. I, I need to get worked up a little bit more first. Yeah, can we just a little, just just slow down, just 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 a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> well, that and and it, not that I am an expert, I, I I I'll just completely be honest. I'm I'm not the most social guy in the world, but his technique seemed a little rough. Yeah, as in, as in lacking finesse. As I'm going, like she's been through a lot, dude. Yeah, treat her <laughs> right. Yeah, you, I don't care if it is an angry sex. Don't don't don't. Don't thug pump her. That just doesn't <laughs> seem like the thing to do to our, to our muscled heroine. It just doesn't. Say, that'd make a good t-shirt. <laughs> the, yeah, the t-shirt just says, dude, just don't thug pump her. <laughs> thug pump. It'd be like the Big Johnson t-shirts, but instead of Big Johnson, it's just like, thug bumper. <laughs> that's the thing is, is I think, I, no, I take it back. That's another criticism because I watched the scene and I went, uh, the Ellie sequence was tender mm. and it was funny. Yeah. And it was a little sexy and uh, just, just, just a touch naughty, and, but it was to the point. It worked. Mm-hmm. That scene. I remember kind of going like, I don't get what's that. That seemed clumsy and <laughs> fugly and weird. I mean, I get it. It, yeah. the scene, it's, I'm just saying, it just, I felt like they could have restoryboarded it a little bit. Mm-hmm. That, and at the moment, I was still trying to figure out if Abby was the trans character or not. 
and oh. I was kind of, and I was also kind of go I was kind of nodding going like this is progressive if that's true <laughs> and, and then I still had the thought but you still need to romance me bud I mean, yes. come on now you need <laughs> whether she's one way or the other I still whether you're a top you should, or bottom you know it don't matter <laughs> there, should st- there should still be a little bit of foreplay there as I just yeah. nipple down on another cool ranch Dorito <laughs> crunch on hmm. my high chaired lazy boy <laughs> like, the, like, oh. the, like the great king of watching video game sex scenes apparently <laughs> I am <laughs> Uh, crown me <laughs> crown me no i actually um i actually give them credit they they brought that into the game and one scene i found to be highly successful and the other mm. scene i thought was legitimate i just felt could have been done better but they brought it in and it worked mm-hmm. overall mm-hmm. other than the man should have romanced Abby a little. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that was another another way that they that Naughty Dog was probably trying to uh, compare, like contrast Ellie's story and Abby's story. Ellie's little love scene was nice and sweet, and Abby's was the complete opposite. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just but so, but so much so that it felt like it wasn't storyboarded correct. That's, as l- that's as l- I, it was clunky. It was. It's like, like yes. I'm sorry. Just like sorry. Just like Owen, it was a little forced. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're just like, yeah. I was just, I was going like, I'm like, I'm raising my hand right now because I I keep saying this. I find this weird about America. Mm -hmm. We have no problem with um, psycho axe murder, gut spraying movies, Mm -hmm. but sex. Oh, oh, what monsters to show sex? That's (laughs) <laughs> that's something you can't show people that will disturb them mm-hmm. i always found that weird about our country so the mm-hmm. fact that they brought sex into this and they they worked it in and it was part of the characters um worked i thought yeah. it was it was to the credit of the of the whole narrative well there was some pent up you know because uh, yeah. between abby and owen you know yeah. they had a thing at some point and obviously still harboring feelings for each other. And then in a heat of the moment, you know, the stuff happens. <laughs> well, plus, um, I forget what they called it. I remember calling it soldier sex, but I, I'm not sure oh. if that's the right term, but mm-hmm. you got, you got two people out there who mm-hmm. fight life and death. Like, so I'm, and I'm not necessarily saying gay soldiers. I'm just saying soldiers in general, yeah. pick your combination, fill it in your head, however you want. Right. But you got two people out there risking their lives every day, not knowing when they're going to come back. There's adrenaline going through them constantly. They're always in a state of heightened. It makes sense that it would happen. Yes. yes you know, yes. and by the way, the same thing worked for, uh, for, um, was it Dinah? Dia? D- oh, Ellie's girlfriend? Yes. Oh, Dina. Dina, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and with Dina and Ellie, it was the same thing. They're out on dangerous patrols, and crazy stuff went down, and the blizzard, and then somebody's like, dude, there's pot. <laughs> you know, like, so, you know, it, it made sense. And so they brought it in. I'm going like, hey, it made sense. Bring it in. Good for you, Last of Us too. you know? Mm-hmm. But if somebody out there is a super prude, and they really are against characters having sex because they... 
you know, they got a hang up or they're, they've got a moral thing or whatever. They're going to count that against the game. I'm not that person. So I don't. Right. Hmm. Um, dial it back a little bit towards the beginning of the game with Ellie and Dina. What did you think of, because initially Naughty Dog had plans to make this an open world game. So when you first get to Seattle, you're with Dina on the horse and you're just kind of going around on that map area. Yeah. Like, what did you think about that? Did you, did you um, like that? Or because no, I, I, I wanted some more of that actually, but it, it, you get that one area and then that's it. Um, I like that a lot. Um, I, I, however, wish that they would have told you that you were never coming back. That's right. where my criticism on that is. Oh, because okay. I got out of there and I was of the opinion that I'd be back. Oh, they could go back and finish stuff. <laughs> yeah. It, it said that we, I'm like, oh, let's get on with the story. I'll come back. And because I think I'd covered about half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I got to mention, and I, I kind of, uh, um, Days Gone. Oh, yes. Oh, I've, I love Days I've Gone. Ne- it's a great game, but I had uh, not finished it. Oh. Because of the open world thing, it was sucking up so much of my time. Mm-hmm. And dude, I was loving it. But I then started doing the math and went, wait a minute, how much time have I spent on this? And mm-hmm. then I went, I got to do my art. I got to do my writing. I had to put it down. And yeah. as awesome as the open world stuff is, and I mm-hmm. really mean it, I think that if I had no one out there take offense to this, no wife, I'd be all about it. But mm. I want to do my drawing. I want to do my cartooning. I want to do my painting. I want to do my writing. Oh, and by the way, my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously. And if it's an open world game, I think I might not pick those up anymore. As oh. great as they're because they suck up. I mean, instead of it being a 20 or 30 hour and you're done. Yeah. What? Days gone, I was at hour 40-something, and I was still going, and I was going like, right. okay. Right. It, it's, <laughs> it's why I didn't pick up the remake of Final Fantasy VII, because mm. the original game was like 80 hours long. Oh, yeah. And I went, I, I can't do that. I'm like, well, now, are, you, are you planning on picking it up, knowing no. what it is now? I don't know what it is now. What is oh. it? It is it is linear. It's about twenty mm, some hours, I think, ish. Oh, about not too bad. Maybe a little bit longer. There's a little bit of running around exploring, um, but you can plow through it. Okay. You know, I think in about twenty or so hours. But it's not it's not open world. Um, okay. As what you think, there are you can go back to areas, yes. Sure. But it is, and there's a lot of side stuff that you can do. But it's not like sure. uh, Breath of the Wild or anything like that. It's definitely more linear. So I, I would definitely. Um, so just pick it up if you can, just because it's 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 a beautiful and b uh, the mechanic, the game mechanics fighting is is just the best I've ever played in any game. Okay, now in a weird way we can uh, cross over to talking about Naughty Dog, uh, because I potentially may have to pick that game up as my next summer vacation video game because everything I'm hearing about Naughty Dog, last I knew, the company's mm. kind of melting down. Oh, really? Um, Now, I'm not talking about facts here. I'm talking about a couple things that I looked up. 
Mm-hmm. Part of the controversy about Last of Us 2 was um, the horrific extent that they had kind of drug their employees through hell getting it done. Oh, okay. um, so I decided to go to um, Glassdoor.com. That's why you can mm-hmm. where you can look up companies and what their own employees are saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff I read was backing up the rumors I was hearing. Oh, that's and okay. so... And then you have to think, wait a minute, Last of Us was a roughly 20-hour game. Mm-hmm. Uncharted games are roughly 20-hour games. Mm-hmm. This was a 30-hour game. Yeah. That's 150% more work for the employees that were already used to doing that amount of work while pulling horrific hours. So I've mm-hmm. heard that they're they're suffering from brain drain right now, that they're losing a lot of employees oh. because people are sick of it. Yeah. And well, I know they had to push the game back a couple of times. They wanted to make sure it was done and finished. And then, of course, you know, COVID happened and they had to push yep. it back even further. Sure. So it's like hopefully they were giving hopefully they were giving their employees enough time, time off to sure. do what they need to do. Because yeah. I would rather I got to tell everybody this. I don't care how many times you want to push a game back. You do it. Yeah. Do it and get it done, get it done right. You know, if, if you know, I know there's like CEOs and stuff where you know we need the game out by here so we sure. can sell it and make money by this quarter and sure. blah 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 blah. But if you have the opportunity and you can push a game back and you can give your creative people the time sure. that they need to, you know, with a clear mind sure. and not being pushed to get something done and get it done right do it <laughs> uh, the downside is is and keep in mind that i i'm only gathering from sources here and there i've mm. heard we're talking 60 plus hour work weeks for everybody um as in not in much time as in straight through production oh wow um i've heard a lot of brain drain a lot of people leaving bringing mm. in fresh new young people that are excited about you know being part of naughty dog and then they get sent through the ringer Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this stuff is not true for the sake mm-hmm. of the workers, but if it is true, then mm-hmm. I think the real controversy isn't a trans character or a beefy chick or whatever. I think it's potentially how Naughty Dog might be treating their employees, and that makes me, yeah. uh, as somebody that works in corporate design, mm-hmm. um, it's not that it's part of the brotherhood, but it kind of is. I, I kind of want to know how the artists are being treated right in the production of my favorite games i don't want to find out that some of my favorite games people had literally potentially shortened their lives making it right you know so i'm i'm kind of i'm sort of i'm sort of wondering what's going to happen to naughty dog here one of the things that um i read was think she was one of the major driving forces. I think she was one of the major writers for Uncharted and Last of Us mm-hmm. uh, left because she couldn't handle oh. it anymore. Oh, wow. Now, okay. I heard that she was setting up her own company. Oh. Now, keep in mind... That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how you do it. Um, that I'm sitting here looking at stuff going like, okay, look, I, man, I want these awesome, epic games and stuff mm-hmm. but i i do at this point in time i don't need rumors anymore i need to know 
how are yeah. you treating your employees? Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to be like some social activist here. I'm just on a personal level. I'm going like, I want to know. Mm -hmm. Because there's games out there where it's being created by a small team in a manageable amount of time. And the people are being treated well and blah, blah, blah. And like EA and Blizzard Activision and a bunch of these guys. Um, I, 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 I talked to a... Um, a guy that recruits uh, for video game companies and he mm -hmm. liked my stuff, but he's like, finding a position for me would be tough. Cause right. I'm like, I don't want a grind house. Right. He's like, Oh yeah, no, we know that we, we have two categories. There's grind houses and then there's these nice studios. Right. And there's a ton of grind houses out there. Well, I'm sure. And the grind houses eat their employees alive. Oh. And, and I, I think that if Naughty Dog is doing that, um, they need to knock it the hell off. <laughs> because to me, Naughty Dog kind of represents... I'm not going to say that their games are the most avant-garde things ever. They're straightforward right. action games with fun characters everybody recognizes. Mm. We know that Nathan Drake is Indiana Jones updated. Right. <laughs> He's he's the twin brother of Laura Croft. We know this. <laughs> yes. I mean, right? Yeah. You know, uh, they were a little bit more original in um, Last of Us, but we know it's mm. essentially an apocalyptic zombie game. We know yeah. this. Right. Um, so it's not like they're revolutionary. They're just beautifully done with a oh, tale man. that we all love. I don't want to sit there playing it going like... It's like, how many... Yeah. People had to are are going home and crying. Yeah, you know, from, from animating this scene. <laughs> you know, but, and and I just in in um the the company I work for has seriously improved over the years. There was a time period where where their tactics were similar, not as bad as I'm hearing the rumors of Naughty Dog being, but similar mm -hmm. enough where um. I know what it's like to work those kinds of hours and is in, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I don't find it acceptable at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't want it to happen to me. So I don't want it to happen to other people, but I do, I want some kind of like a private detective to go out and actually tell me, right. if, you know, is what's the state of these companies? Are they eating their yeah. people alive? Yeah. Hopefully because, not. Oh, <laughs> Hire some more people, please. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's like, it's what I say at the studio at work. I go mm -hmm. like, you know what? If you guys want more stuff out, either, you know, hire more people or have us work on less stuff because mm -hmm. grindhouses, they're just not the way to go. Yeah. You know, it, it, you want a long running studio of people that know how to do your stuff and will be there doing your thing full blast all the time. And when I mean full blast, I mean don't work them 60 hours. I mean, when they're there, they're like nuclear bombs. Right. Because they get to go home to their families. They get to have proper sleep. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not working caffeinated 24-7 until they break down. <laughs> right. Mmm, <laughs> smell good ground coffee. That's Maxwell House coffee. Listen to the sound of the Maxwell House coffee pot at work.
pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells because it's good ground Maxwell House. Maxwell House coffee is good to the last drop. Enjoy the rich, fresh taste of Maxwell House coffee, the ground coffee that tastes as good as it smells every time. Maxwell House. Good days start with great mornings. The day's looking new and bright, and you're gonna start it right. Folger starting to brew, the aroma's calling you. The best part of waking up is Folger's in your cup. Nothing brightens your morning like mountain-grown Folger's, because mountain-grown coffee has more enticing aroma and richer flavor than any other kind. That rich aromatic is your best morning friend starts you out feeling good the day goes like it should the best Yeah, no, I loved, I love Last of Us too. I'm just hoping that Naughty Dog is not the thing that it's rumored to be. Right, right. That would, that would, that would be kind of sad. I mean, the fact that they they started working on this game in 2014, and I, you, you got to think six years, you shouldn't have to push your team that hard. I, I don't know. I've never made a video game, so I can't say. But well, um, or just try to find, you know, some more. It's probably hard. Maybe it's hard to find talent that they feel is up to their standards but still like could you hire some more people well the, the way i look at it is is simple as i i i also do 3d modeling and rendering stuff right and like you look at the uncharted games mm-hmm. it's a number of props plants rocks mm-hmm. things in the bazaar Mm-hmm. number of characters that have nothing to do with the story other than they're walking around. You just go, to, and you stop, and you pause the game, and you mm-hmm. go, at the moment, I am not a video game player. Even if you don't know how to model stuff, count the number of things and, and go, someone built that. Right. Someone textured right. it. Someone placed it there. Somebody mm-hmm. made sure all the tables in the ballroom had different silverware in different mm-hmm. positions. Mm-hmm. Everything is just pristine in these games. And that's not one guy throwing some stuff down in a 40-hour week. That is a large right. team right. working massive hours, even with their dirty tricks. And I had a yeah. guy I used to work with, named Chris, who's really cool. And he had guys that he had talked to. Uh, in the, the the top model building over at Naughty Dog, mm-hmm. so he dis- he described the pipeline to me a little bit, and they got some amazing dirty tricks. They've just got some ways of mass producing <laughs> some models that are amazing from yeah. what he described to me. Mm-hmm. But still, you do the count and you go, "That's still dude sitting there processing that number of models with that number of textures on them, with that mm-hmm. number of material qualities on them." All of them placed, all of them positioned, stacked into a stack with a rug over on top with a dude you've never seen before because <laughs> almost every dude looks different yeah. getting shot with blah, 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 falls onto it. And you just, by the time you're done, you go, 
my mouth is hanging open always when playing their games because the, I, I can't stop doing the math after five, you know, after the first five minutes, my brain burns out. Going like, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine you think, cause, you know, you know, I'm not a 3D modeler, but I know you are. And you're just, you know, you're going to see work. things a little differently and just be like, how the hell did they do that? Well, the, the, um, the power cables that you could just chuck sure. around and the rope, yep. the, the rope physics in that game was just, yep. I was like, how did they, what? I can just, what? Well, this is crazy. <laughs> well, in that case, it's not, um, and yes, there's some modeling and texturing there, but mm. in that case, it's the physics guys that, that are working the physics engines and the programmers and the people that are then making sure that all the models and the scenes react appropriately and you don't have weird clipping stuff in the scenes that your ropes are getting caught on and blah, blah, blah. It's not that I think that people think it's simple. I think that they think it's complex, but then they don't understand what complex sometimes is. Because sometimes right. it's like one thing like that rope thing. It's the programmers. It's the guys working on the physics. It's the guys working on the gameplay. It's the guys working on the models. It's the guys working on the textures. It's the guys working on the levels to make sure that it operates properly. Then it's the play mm -hmm. testers and I mean, that's seven layers right there. And I'm sure I've missed something just for that rope thing. <laughs> you know, somebody had to think about something in their job attached to that rope thing. You <laughs> right. know? And that's just one, you know, element in there. I, I love their stuff, but I'm going like, I, I can see how that adds up and how much work it is for the workers and I'm hoping they're not being abused because I love their stuff so much. Right. But I also love artists and stuff and go like, I think they should be treated with a certain level of human respect. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And I hope, I hope most of them are. I, I, I do. Really do because, because, and I hope that they're happy with what they made and, mm -hmm. and proud of the, what they've Same here. created and hope they are all healthy and <laughs> all they, that good stuff. Yeah, like I said, everything that I'm talking about is just the, the, the stuff that I've gathered, and I'm hoping that I gathered a bunch of very exaggerated accounts. But like I said, I, I looked mm -hmm. up some of the what the employees wrote on um, mm -hmm. Glass Ceiling. Glass mm -hmm. Ceiling? Yeah. Yeah. And some of it was saying extremely similar things to the rumors I'd been hearing. So I'm, I'm willing to at least put some weight on those rumors. And right. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure like, Oh, just with like with any job that you know, you're going to find people that are, they're overworked. Sure. You know, for reasons that aren't necessary. Well, <laughs> but, well, sometimes uh, it's the person themselves. I've, I've got one. Oh yeah. I've oh, got one totally guy at like, work mm. and I respect him in so many ways, but he can't stop working. He does right. not know how to stop. So some right. people are just doing it to themselves. Uh, some people um, think that they need to be doing it when they don't. And sometimes there's some really dirty uh, corporate office tricks that sort of guilt people into it. And then there's just flat hmm. out, they expect their people to just live there. Yeah. And so it's a spectrum. I just, just kind of look at it and go like, I just want what's best for the people slash game yeah because they're there to make exactly. a game i want their their stuff to be worth something i want to have a good experience but i don't want it to have the cost to do that. right you know? right yeah exactly i mean the people that make these games are 
are are superstars. Yeah, they're you know, wizards. And yeah, they are. They are wizards. Yes, I mean that's that's a good way to put it. It's like, how did you do that? I'm a wizard. Just deal with it. <laughs> yeah. They're like a sorcerer on a dark mountain with their un their unknowable ways, and yes. you know we bring them assortment of greens and yams, and they heal mm-hmm. our wounds for us. And yeah, so like, oh, let me fix that for you. My magical spells. Yes. <laughs> thank you for the yam. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the yams. Yes. Uh, well, I think that's covering uh, quite a bit of it. I think uh, um, we we'll probably wrap it up here, unless yeah. you got anything else you want to uh, to say about the old game. Uh, no, I mean we could we could BS about a bunch of stuff, but mm-hmm. no, it's it's it's. I, I think we it's, did pretty good. Yeah, I think we 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 touched on everything. I I uh, I typed up here all the little points, everything you wanted to shout. This is it was just such a you know hearing you talk about how much you enjoyed it i was like you know what i I did too i was like i think we need to talk about this record it so so i really appreciate you taking some time to talk to me about it it's just the emotional impact man it's just everything about it i was so quiet after that last battle oh my gosh i couldn't i i didn't i don't know say because i i can i feel things but i'm really bad about uh putting them into words (laughs) i just wanted ellie to stop i did too I was just like, everything about that end battle was so ugly and mm -hmm. awful and unnecessary. And yeah, like I've seen, heard other people say that, uh, and I felt the same way. Like I never felt so bad about smashing the square button on my controller as I did (laughs) in in this game. It's just, oh, I felt so bad for achieving the goal I was supposed to achieve. Right. Like there's no options. They didn't give you options. No. No okay. options, no. And then winning the game, mm-hmm. w- when she walks off at the end, alone yeah. and broken into the gray mm-hmm. landscape, mm-hmm. and it's a pit of emotionally numb despair, and the credits roll. Yeah. I the just empty stared. farmhouse. Yeah. yeah, the empty farmhouse. I just stared yeah. blankly at the screen through, I think, all of the credits. Oh, yeah. I weighed through all the credits because I didn't know if they're you know, it might have been something afterwards, but and then, and then Ellie joins the Avengers after the credits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jackson so shows up. <laughs> it's like we've been watching you, Ellie. We like the way we like what we see. <laughs> we want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Revengers initiative. The oh Avengers initiative. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. It's you. And Abby and Ken Shiro from Fist of the North Star. There's going to yeah. be bloody, bloody hell for the next, you know. Oh, uh, that's going to be a good game. <laughs> Coming summer 2022. <laughs> Pointless Revenge 1. The Revengers oh Initiative. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, that's great. Oh, well, again, Eric, thank you so yeah. much for uh, coming on the sh- Well, I don't want to call it a show. I've only got like four episodes. But anyway, thank you for coming on the podcast and chatting with me. Uh, oh, do you have anything you, you want to plug? You want to plug your, your stuff at all? I um. Where can yeah, we find you? What are you doing? Well, it, it's not that I'm super exciting. Um, every uh, Saturday about 4 o'clock, um, I do a live sketch of a cartoon character. Um on my just look for Eric Whalen, A R I C W H E L A N, um, on Facebook. And the vast majority of the time, I'm good. Every once in a while, work beats the crap out of me. And um, I don't do it, but most of the time, I live stream for about an hour. We talk about, um, like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite ones, we talked about how inappropriate Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels was. <laughs> and I drew Captain Caveman as a depraved maniac. 
<laughs> and um, then, you know, um, I, I put up, I do a lot of character artwork and stuff. And so wow. um, I, I don't get up as much as I would like to, but then I put some of my like works in progress up to see what people think. And mm -hmm. um, overall it's right now, my stuff is just here uh, just to kind of get me out there because we are, we're working on projects and stuff for, for sale and that. And, mm -hmm. um, but I, I think in all honesty, you're further along this trail than I am. Um, my, my following is, is small. Um, I love them. I'm not complaining at all. Um, sure would like to grow my numbers. So we're all talking about how inappropriate it is to have a naked 40 year old caveman <laughs> traveling across 1970s America with three 17 year old girls. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we talk about all sorts of stuff. We do anime and Hanna-Barbera. We did, uh, we did, uh, uh, a princess Ariel from Thundar the Barbarian yesterday. Oh yeah, I saw I saw that post. I wasn't able to catch that one, but uh, it was, it was but yeah, fun. We that. we were just talking about how she's an awesome chick and Thundar's mm -hmm. crazy person. And you know, I love Thundar. That's such Thundar a good show. Amazing. It's like <laughs> that could be oh, that could be another episode. That could be another episode. We'll talk about Thundar the Barbarian. Dude, you you want to watch yourself some Thundar, and we can honestly. I don't mm. mind doing this from time to time. You want to watch some Thundar or some whatever, and we can BS about. Oh yeah, I mean Thundar slays me. He is so oh, good. I love it. It's, it is so good because I was just listening to a podcast the other day, and they were they were talking about Thundar, and I was just like, yeah, I would, man, I, I want to watch some Thundar. I really like that show. <laughs> I, I I picked up the uh, you, you can pick up the DVD set for I think it's like fifteen twenty bucks, and you get all of Thundar. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. And from time to time, I just go, I'm in the Thundar mood. I throw it in and da, 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 Thundar, the barbarian. And I just completely just, you know, I, I'm in so the right good. place. I'm in the right uh, place. All right. So good. All right, buddy. Thank you so much again. And uh, you have yourself a great uh, rest of your weekend, buddy. Yeah, you too. You have yourself a good right. one. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yep. Catch you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I am really trying to gear up to do uh, a podcast a month. Uh, I, I really love doing this. I really love uh, talking with my friends about all kinds of nerdy stuff. And uh, my next episode I have planned for September, I'm crossing my fingers, hoping we can get this done, is uh, we're going to be talking about 90s ninja movies, uh, excluding the Turtles movies just because, I mean what hasn't been said about the Turtles movies. We might touch on them here and there, but uh, we've got a, a few other movies we want to talk about um, with my, my buddy Phil, and I'm really looking forward to getting that recorded sometime soon and having that out for the September episode of the Retro Podcast. Remember, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and streaming every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday over at Retro Pop Gaming, twitch.tv slash retropopgaming and uh, my social media is just retropopgaming everywhere you can also find links over at retropopgaming.com everybody thank you so much have a good night morning evening whatever and uh don't forget to oh yeah don't forget to subscribe and maybe leave a, a comment on youtube or not youtube itunes well you can leave comments on youtube too it doesn't matter anyway <laughs> thanks everybody have a good night And guess what else? Yes, it's almost 
Halloween. Yes, I'm very, very excited. You all guys, you, you all guys, you all, not you all, you guys will be seeing a lot more of me this year, hopefully, if it's, it's not too, not too difficult and too lazy to, to get things done. Yes. So everybody, please. <laughs> I love doing this voice. What can I say? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. We'll see you later. Hopefully. Will this thing stop? Why is the button not working? Come on. You can.